Hello, ladies and gentlemen, listeners around the world. I know there's many of you from every corner of the globe. Welcome to another episode of Roman Records, this bonus episode, live from lockdown. Here we are with myself, Craig Smith, my ever-present co-host, Craig Templeton. Hello, Craig. Hello, Craig. And finally, the <sighs> man we've talked about most, he's never featured, Mr. Chris Hambly. Chris, hey. hello. Hello. Woo. There he is, fucking Chris Hambly. We didn't make him up. We didn't make up. You're absolutely right. No, you've never made me up. No. <laughs> I mean, there was so that time when you were made up. Well, that, we well that's, that's true. There was that time where you did make me up. As a woman. Yeah. Anyways, um, this being Rum and Records, we're going to start with the rum. Because we are all in isolation, we are drinking different rums. So this is going to be interesting. Um, let's go with our guest first. Chris Hamley, what is your rum? Um, so I'm I'm actually drinking a local rum to me. Um, it is well, it was well, it was it was officially um, the UK's first distilled rum um, that, that that's been made in, in the UK from start to finish. Um, it's a it's a, a distillery called um, Dark Matter. The rum is called Dark Matter. Um, it's a spiced rum. Um, however, do not drink it with Coke, as uh, some people do. Uh, my my suggestion is, as I'm drinking it tonight, is with some is with some ginger beer. Um, but it is a very spiced rum. It's quite Christmassy, quite a bit bit clovey um, in terms of spice. But it's very nice with some ginger beer. Um, we um. We've we I think have we mentioned Dark Matter by name? I can't remember. All I remember and and Chris, you make a good point. I remember buying it and mixing it with Coke and thinking this is fucking Scotland shame. This is an embarrassment. What am I drinking here? But I have heard a lot of people say that they love it, and I'm, I'm maybe imagining that it's that they're not drinking it with Coke. Craig Smith, what are you drinking? Yes. Well, I'm drinking a, uh, uh, well, I'm drinking a rum called uh, English Harbour, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty good. I ordered uh, a few bottles of rum last week, and I thought I kind of wanted stuff that was a bit different, but not breaking the bank. So it was like kind of limited around the twenty quid mark, which mm. I did, and this is uh, this is really good. That's a five-year-old one, yeah? It's indeed. It's a five-year-old rum. It is, uh, it's quite tasty. Yeah, it's just like... Compared to your, like... Do you know what? Your supermarket equivalents, it's way better. Way better. And I... I'm glad. And what are you drinking that with? Uh, I'm drinking with... With... Uh, mm. 
Coke Zero. Coke Zero, looking after that figure of yours again, I. I mean, I suppose <laughs> I'm being kind of healthy as well. I've got an apple in front of me. Um, it's, <laughs> it's not getting used <laughs> for its normal purposes, but it's really helping with this record. Um, but as for uh, libation, for 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 refreshment, I've got uh, as standard Coca Cola, and I have a New Zealand brand of rum. It's called Stolen, and this is actually a smoked rum. And it's a, it's a rum infused with premium natural ingredients from a smoked American hardwood and a Moroccan fenugreek balanced with a Colombian coffee and Madagascan vanilla. So it's a, it's from all over the place. But I like it. Um, to be fair, it's probably best going with something that isn't Coca-Cola. So I used to drink this a lot with apple juice and you get that kind of smoked apple like dessert type flavour. Uh, Coca-Cola just kind of shits all over it. I would say maybe it's more akin to if you were buying those little Coke miniatures. You know those ones that we recorded an episode and then forgot about? Uh, or lost. So I would say it's more like that. But stolen smoked rum. Um, I thought it was slightly kind of smoked kind of in mirrors, kind of magical sort of stuff. I thought that would go well with Hocus Pocus. I'm impressed, Chris, that you've brought in Dark Matter. You know, that kind of sorcery. Um, and then Craig Smith just ruined it with his English Harbour. <laughs> because what Sorry, we're, yeah. we're going to actually listen to a Dutch band. It's a band that Chris and I know quite a lot about. We're, we're very passionate about this band. Craig Smith, on the other hand, has never heard of this band. No, I haven't. So this album, this live album, is Focus at the Rainbow. So that is the Rainbow in London. And we're going to start with track number one. So that's side A, track one. And just to confuse everybody, the track is called Focus 3. Here we go. So, Craig, that was your first taste of Focus. Please tell us, tell us your first impressions. It probably isn't their biggest hit, and it's quite slow, but um, what vibe are you getting? Listen, to be honest with you, like, uh, I hadn't heard this band before, and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard much <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> well do you know what you, um, you probably you will have heard focus before not this song what song Craig are you compass mentis right now <laughs> yes okay good <laughs> okay I'm so like giggly that's good <laughs> Uh, I, I I don't think I'm like in a position to like make a comment on this. 
Chris, um, can you? How about we? How about we turn it to Chris? Chris, give us a little background about how you got into focus. Why are you asking me? So basically, um, I I'd first discovered focus through the wonderful track "Hocus Pocus," um, which you know sums them up quite well. Um, and this track, you know, that we've just listened to as well, sums them up quite well. They're essentially a, a prog rock band um, with a lot of jazz influences. I first saw them on Top of the Pops 2. When the Steve Wright massive. By, I was going to say introduced by, uh, you know, Steve Wright. Huge prog fan, as we all know. Huge prog fan. <laughs> DJ Silly Boy. DJ Silly Boy, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Have you, not, have you not listened to his... Uh, his, his radio show on radio uh, lately no uh, on a on a friday he gets his, he gets his show extended and he becomes dj silly boy oh for fuck's sake and, um, yeah anyway that 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 takes us off on a tangent <laughs> top of the pops too and um, they were on top of the pops too and after that yeah, i just thought this was a great song like really weird and everything and i was playing them I was at school um, I had a music technology GCSE. We had a recording studio at school. I was in the recording studio and was playing this song. And my music technology teacher, who also happened to be a physics teacher, walked in and he just went nuts because he just loved that band. And it turned out he was he was also in a band. And they were kind of like, it was him and his mates. I'm assuming they're all kind of similar ages. But they were... They were basically really into kind of prog rock, you know, basically lots of 70s, 80s rock and stuff um, was the, the kind of the style that the band did. They did a lot of covers, but they did do some of their own stuff as well. Are you even alive? Have you heard enough? Yeah. Yeah, more than enough, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you must have an opinion on this now. What's your, what's your kind of feelings towards Focus? Was it, would this be a show that you'd like to attend? Uh, no. Well, to be fair, I'd fucking attend any fucking live show right now if I was allowed. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are reminiscing over live music, of course. We cannot access that right now. We are currently in lockdown, and we're coming to you from Aberdeen, Manchester, and London. So we're we're going north to south. We do have our guest host, Mr. Chris Hamley, and we're going to go over to side two, and we're going to take a look at the very first track, which is titled Eruption. But Eruption actually is a seven-piece opus. Um, and it's a basic musical idea by Thies van Leer. We'll jump in there. We'll try and find the, the epicenter of this seven-part behemoth and come back to you in a moment. 
July, that performance of Eruption nearly caused an eruption of my own. Uh, Craig Smith, did you get any kind of twinge, any kind of niggle down there, or are you still um, still against this band? No, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying more than that. I did enjoy it, so thank you. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, I really like. I was, I was saying to you guys during the song, um, the organs when they're on their own actually sound very. Must I, I, it's weird even saying it like Seeger Ross esque, like that kind of untitled album, and then it kicks into fucking just heavy rock, fucking big wailing dune dune. It sounded like it should be on the fucking Lethal Weapon soundtrack or some pish like that. Um, I'm gonna leave it to to Chris Hamley. Give us some of your uh, opinion on this. Where where's this coming from when it comes to uh, focus? Where do where do they lie in musical history? So so I I would say that they are they are they're kind of like the missing link between the kind of the the sixties rock and Queen. Nice. And, um, and it's, that is a bold statement. And and it's and it's this thing where they are this kind of thing where they've taken they've taken this kind of hard rock element at times and they've mixed it they've gone for this this progressive rock genre which is really progressive rock is really the kind of some of the the take it's kind of taking itself further than than some of the the psychedelic rock that you kind of got in the 60s and it's adding in a lot of kind of jazz influences and a lot of classical elements as well oh absolutely i mean the fact that they put this song in seven parts like seven suites of a eruption just shows that the amount of classical music and how much influence yeah, that has on them. Exactly, and that's where they're, they're kind of experimenting with different forms. They're going for kind of longer forms of music, which is it's kind of what you see in, in a lot of classical music. They're not, you know, obviously most people know the classical. I mean, most people know about the symphony, but you know, there's all sorts of different forms of music within classical music, um, and. Um, you know, in which a, a symphony, and you know, is is just one of them. Um, but and that's kind of where they're they're kind of experimenting with forms, and that's kind of where you know, especially you see in this live album, a lot of their tracks aren't you know, kind of three minute pop songs. They're, they're much longer forms, and they're more experimental. And that's it. It's, they've kind of gone. They've taken some of these classical influences, and it's kind of yeah. been, it, you're kind of more into the realms of art music. And this is kind of why I'm, I'm kind of saying that they're that kind of missing link between. I'm getting this. I'm getting this. Queen because because Queen again Queen are, were kind of especially at the beginning they were they were kind of like a, a kind of hard rock band. They were was, was it the, were the Seas of Rye or whatever it's yeah, called seventies and that yeah and there's these these kind of psychedelic influences with you know that that they've kind of got going in but they kind of took on a lot of classical influences as well Queen the but they kind of took more, kind of more of the kind of the, the popular classical yeah. influences in terms of, you know, kind of they, they kind of went for these kind of big symphonic kind of sounds and and, and opera and opera as well. Well, they were like they they are kind of arena rock. They were trying to get into those bigger crowds and fill those stadiums. So they need those bigger kind of more. Um, as Craig always likes to say, bombastic sounds. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's that kind of, and that's the thing about. You know, I suppose it's that kind of more popular classical element that they kind of took from it, you know, rather than some of the more experimental classical elements, you know, in terms of form and things like that. 
Okay, um, guys, uh, I hope you're enjoying the, the alcohol. And uh, if you're not, let's take a wee. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Craig Smith's doing that, and I can like I don't even have to have the camera on to to tell this. I, I actually, I've actually, I think you're more steaming. Have you just found stuff before we started this? Because when we were on FaceTime before, you seemed... You were fine. You were loving it. Loving life. Yeah. Craig Smith's a bit like um, Cinderella. That, like He only lasts about midnight and then he just becomes an absolute <laughs> fucking tramp. <laughs> the fucking the carriage is turning back to a pumpkin as we speak. Um, well, how is how is your English harbour? Is it tasting better the the more you sail into that harbour? Yeah, it's actually it's really good. It's tasting better. No, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Chris Hamley, are you still on the dark matter? I'm I'm still on the dark matter. Yeah, I've I've still got a good half a bottle. Um, good lad, good lad. One, one, well, this small drum isn't really doing much for me. I think it should be more kind of held for cocktails, but I did want to just grab it out of the. The collection to give it a little bash. Well, you know, you, I think in the you know, especially with the the subject matter of focus, you know, you need to experiment sometimes. You do, you absolutely do. Never a truer word spoken. Um, I think we might as well start wrapping this podcast up. I, Chris Hamley, I'd, first of all, I'd just like to say thank you for finally getting your voice on a podcast. Um, thank you for that. We hopefully haven't butchered and cut up too much um but i don't know we'll see if if anything that craig says is audible um but we're gonna leave you with some yodeling and fucking flute scat i don't even know how to it's kind of it reminds me of uh, ron burgundy and uh, anchorman when he's doing the fucking jazz flute and this is exactly it this is jazz flute so we're going to leave you with um, Hocus Pocus by Focus. This is from the live album Focus at the Rainbow. This has been live from Lockdown, a Roman Records special. Craig Smith, do you copy? I copy, yes. Have a good night, mate. Yeah, you too. Chris, it's been lovely. It, it's been enjoyable. 